Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of law of attraction and self-development thrown in there. I am your host, Tara Pratt. I am still ill this week. I have got a cold and I'm going to apologise at the start if this sounds a little bit croaky, but that's why this week's episode is perfect for me and for you. It's all about ways to naturally boost our energy energy levels in ADHD, it's well known that we struggle with our energy. In fact, one of the first questions that my GP asked me when I was looking at diagnosis was, do you get tired in the middle of the day? And it used to be that about three or four o'clock, I was just absolutely out of it. I needed a nap. I was so tired. And generally, ADHD can lower our energy levels just because we're always working at a mile a minute. We're overcompensating for a lot of our symptoms and behaviors and it just is a massive drain not both just physically but also mentally we can also struggle with our sleep so yeah today is all about how we can boost that energy i have got a list of ideas here that i have thrown together specifically with you in mind with us as azhds how we can boost our energy some of them are mental energy boosters because a lot of the times that is what we're struggling with and some of them are physical energy boosters but really when I look at the list as a whole all of them kind of cover both because when you've got more mental energy it gives you more physical energy doesn't it and when you've got more physical energy it kind of also gives you more mental energy as well so basically the beginning ones are a bit more fun a bit more relaxed and the ones about more physical energy are just a little bit more technical. So the first one that is advocated for by both experts and me personally is a change of scenery. There's that old saying me nan always used to say, a change is as good as a rest. So basically all of these things, they are like rest, but they're also dopamine boosting as well. So that's how they're going to raise your energy levels. So a change of scenery, it doesn't have to be a holiday. A holiday is great. You know that feeling if you've ever had a holiday and you're like, as soon as you get there, you're full of like new creative ideas and you're really enjoying your holiday and you're enjoying the rest, but also you're invigorated when you get back home because you've just had that little change in perspective. It's just giving you that lift, that boost that's giving you ideas to put in place for when you get home. So it doesn't have to be a holiday. If you can do a holiday, great. But if not, you could go and stay with a friend for a night or even just getting out, go for a walk, get in a new environment, go for a walk in a local park you haven't been to before, get outside, just change that environment. Or you could try a new class, like a new exercise class or a new hobby or go for a swim. That's a great change in environment because not only are you outside of the norm, outside of your home, but you're also dressed completely differently. You're in a different environment physically. You feel in the water and that is so good for your energy levels. It really does give you a boost, especially mentally. The next one is no devices. This is a really hard one for ADHDers, but I tried this personally a couple of weeks ago. I just had a Saturday where I decided, okay, I'm not going to have any devices. It was part of a gratitude practice that I was doing over 22 days. It was like one of the days you're not going to have any devices. And I was scared. I'll be honest. I was a bit nervous because I rely heavily on my phone, especially for a break. I like to play games on my phone of all things and obviously doom scroll. But once I'd made that decision in my mind of, do you know what? I'm just going to take one day 
I haven't got loads on. I'm just going to have a Saturday with no phone. I still had it on, um, I had on do not disturb, but I had it on loud so that people could, and I allowed phone calls. So in an emergency, someone could call me, but I couldn't use any of my apps or anything. And honestly, it was amazing. I had so much more mental clarity because I knew tomorrow I can go on my phone. It wasn't forever. I just relaxed into it. I read a magazine. I did a little bit of crochet. I did a load of jobs around the house, which wasn't the intention. That wasn't why I did it. But I just naturally found myself more open to doing it. I wasn't always thinking, oh, when can I go on my phone? When can I go on my phone? And it massively boosted my energy. Yes, mentally, but also physically because I got things done ahead of time. It was really good. Another one is to turn to familiar mood boosters. So you know that feeling when you're in a slump. I wouldn't go as far to say depressed, but you're just feeling low and you can't get yourself out of it. And it's an energy drainer. You just think, I can't be bothered to do anything. You really need to switch your mood up. You need to try and shake yourself out of that low mood because otherwise you're just going to feel like you can't do anything. An easy way to do that is to turn to something familiar to boost your mood. So one could be a TV series like a comedy that you love. I like to put on, it used to be Friends, but I'm all friends out. It's on every channel every day. So it's not Friends anymore, but it used to be that. Now it's like Shit's Creek for me, or I absolutely love Absolutely Fabulous. You can't go wrong with that. It's one of the best comedies of all time. And if you disagree, don't tell me because I can't be bothered. Watch a comedy that you love. You'll see how your mood will change in an instant and your vibe will just be higher gives you more energy you can have a playlist of old school tunes the ones that like really get you in the mood from back in the day that you just love have that playlist ready for when you are feeling low or you could play board games old board games from childhood really help if you're living with people or if you have a few friends over playing those board games it really stimulates your brain it stimulates the dopamine it gives you a little bit of excitement and fun and that can be really energy boosting other things just generally you can bake creating something taking the time over it and then getting to taste something super sweet and delicious is massively dopamine boosting it definitely gives you that energy You can watch something uplifting like a film or a TED talk or read a self-development book. That always gives me so much energy, just learning something new and then putting it into practice. Or you could listen to a podcast, hint, hint, ADHD fest. And then we have things like having a sleep or a nap. This is really hard for me. I struggle to sleep in the day because I have FOMO, I think. No matter how tired I am, I just have FOMO that if I fall asleep, the day's going to whiz by and I won't have used it productively. But when I can get myself to do it, when I talk myself into it, I always feel so much better. I always have that extra energy. Another really good physical energy boost for me has been yoga, but a specific type of yoga. So yin yoga or yoga nidra. So yoga nidra is like yogic sleep. It's really good. Honestly, like an hour class of yoga nidra, I feel like I've had 10 hours sleep. It really boosts my energy levels. Or yin yoga is just like a gentle stretching and it really helps to like release tension from your muscles. And when you've relieved tension in your muscles, that tension is an energy drainer. It is using up energy within your body. And when it's released, 
you have all that extra energy then to use. It might sound shallow, but I don't think it's shallow at all. Another good hint for energy levels for me particularly is to look good. So that is to do my makeup, no matter how I feel, just get up and do my makeup and make sure that when I look in the mirror, even if I've got zero energy whatsoever, I look like I have some energy and it's amazing the psychological benefits of that or the self-care. I like to get my eyelashes done because then when I look in the mirror, I look awake and it tricks my brain into thinking, okay, I have got some energy. So all of those things that I've just shared with you, they are technically ways to rest, but they're also dopamine boosting. I'm not really talking specifically burnout. I'm just talking when you're low energy. Some of them can help with burnout, but it depends what type of burnout you're in. And if you don't know what type of burnout you're in, I do have a resource down below in the show notes called the Burnout Bible. It's a downloadable, printable, digital workbook and guide to help you to work out exactly what type of burnout you're in and help you get out of it as easily as possible. You can use it just on the iPad and write on it directly or you can print it out. Um, But these aren't specific to burnout. They're just for low energy slumps. Another thing you can do that isn't rest, but it's definitely going to boost your energy levels, is work on a passion project. Work on something that you really love, whether that be work, your career, or if it's like some DIY or something. The caveat here is that you have to time it. So this isn't where we want to go into hyper-focus and do something all day and not eat and not go to the toilet and not drink water. We want to work on a passion project for a, a limited amount of time. We want to set a timer and work on that. And it's surprising, isn't it? When you're working on something that you love, you never feel drained after it. You never feel like, oh God, I'm so tired after that. Even if you do feel tired, it's like a good, satisfied tired, isn't it? You feel like, oh, I'm so excited to get this out. I'm so excited to get this done. So a passion project can really boost your energy levels. And then we move on to the more technical side or the more physical ways to boost your energy. A lot of these you're going to know, but bear with me because we all need the reminder from time to time. And also I'm going to talk about how we can use them specifically with ADHD and where we can give ourselves a little bit of grace. So the first one is regular exercise. I've spoken about this before. I always wanted to be a regular exerciser, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. There was no motivation until I was diagnosed with ADHD and the therapist said to my face, exercise will help your ADHD. This is going to help your symptoms. And because she was an expert, there was something about it. The fact that she was an expert, the fact that it wasn't just about physical looks or an achievement that, yeah, I could do it at any time. It might help. She specifically told me this is going to help your ADHD. I was like, okay, this is a must for me now. And it became important to me to exercise regularly. And I can promise you from experience, it absolutely helps. It doesn't have to be the gym. It can be a class. It can be, I only go to classes. I've got a gym membership and never use the gym floor. I only go to classes. I go to body pump, which is like a weightlifting class. And I go to Zumba and occasionally I go to yoga as well. So it could be something like that. It could be a regular walk with a friend. It could be that you get yourself a dog and you take the dog for a walk and you get in regular exercise that way. It improves focus. It reduces impulsivity and it boosts your overall energy levels. You could walk, you can jog, you can swim. 
whatever you're doing, just get moving. Just get moving. You can dance in your living room if you want, but that regular exercise, as counterintuitive as it is when you're so tired and you think you just can't do anything else, it really does boost your energy levels physically and also mentally. So the next one is a balanced diet. I struggle with this so much. It's really hard. I feel like particularly in ADHD because one, we're prone to binge eating. And two, when we're when we're overtired, when we're understimulated, the first thing we reach for is something colourful, is something full of sugar and additives and something easy. We haven't got the energy, we haven't got the spoons, as they say in spoon theory theory to get ourselves something healthy but the importance of it is huge especially protein for ADHD is great if we can have protein first thing in the day so particularly breakfast so we want to find those things that appeal to us that are easy to eat and we can just grab and go but also are healthy. I like to make ahead of time like breakfast wraps with sausage and egg. Sausage isn't particularly healthy, but it is protein and it is something I'm going to want to eat first thing in the day. And it's better than just toast and jam. We're trying to avoid excessive consumption of sugary foods and drinks. They do contribute to energy crashes, like whether we like it or not. Yeah, they give you that in the moment boost, but they're going to make you crash later in the day. So we're trying to avoid them. But when we do fall victim to grabbing for that sugar, we also don't want to blame and shame ourselves. We just want to try and fill ourselves with as much healthy foods without sugar as possible. All of these tips that I'm giving you, you don't have to do every single one. Pick out the ones that you like. Pick out the ones that you think you might be able to maintain and then build upon that. I'm just going to tell you what they all are. You pick out what you like because obviously we have disability. We have ADHD. We're not going to be able to do all of these perfectly. In fact, no neurotypical could do all of these perfectly. Time management strategies. Obviously, we struggle with time blindness. It's a thing. But utilizing time management techniques like the Pomodoro technique or time blocking and working in focused intervals saves us from our hyper-focus. It means that we're taking breaks to drink water. We're taking breaks to eat. That's why the time management strategies help because we're making sure that we're working in intervals. The next one is adequate sleep, which you might find really frustrating for me to say if you've got insomnia. I know a lot of us with ADHD suffer with that, but I just want to talk you through it and then I want to talk through how we can do it. So when you're getting enough quality sleep, it establishes a consistent routine and it really helps boost your energy levels. That lack of sleep can exacerbate ADHD symptoms and also give you low energy levels. So if you're suffering with insomnia, first of all, I want to say I'm so sorry that you're struggling with this. I want to validate that it is horrible, that no matter how much you want sleep, you just cannot do it. Things that have helped me are magnesium. I have a magnesium spray that I just got off Amazon that absorbs through the skin and I spray that just before bed. It's got lavender in it and it helps so much. It is a physical problem why we can't sleep. Another thing is just try, try, try to not have your device too close to bedtime. But if you do, put the blue light filter on, 
put your blue light glasses on try and not get too much of that blue light before bed and then the other the only other thing I can say is try and nap try and nap throughout the day as much as you want to get into a consistent sleep routine if you're not in one and you're trying to keep yourself up all day so that you'll sleep all night and then you're not sleeping all night anyway what is the point let's just get any sleep that we can and then we'll think about trying to get into a routine next one is hydration Drinking plenty of water throughout the day to stay hydrated means that we're not having those feelings of fatigue and difficulty concentrating. We need water to function. Our brains desperately need it. I was reading the book, um, Why Has Nobody Told Me This? This before by Dr. Julie Smith. And she said, feelings of sadness, feelings of low mood can come from physical things like this, like have I drunk enough water? Have I had anything to eat? Did I drink water before bed last night? Am I dehydrated? They can actually contribute to feelings of depression and sadness. So this is both a physical and a mental thing. Drink your water. Make it fun. Get yourself a fun water bottle. Do it whatever way you can. But we've got to try and drink more water. The next one is mindfulness and meditation. We all know this helps to manage stress and improve your focus. Deep breathing and progressive muscle relaxation really does boost energy levels. Meditation, I struggle with. I know that maybe you're listening, 90% of you are going to struggle with meditation as well. Try active meditation techniques, EFT. I will repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. I do it every morning now. It's so good. It's a form of meditation. It's a form of working through emotions and you just tap on various points and it's free on YouTube. You just put in Brad Yates or EFT and whatever you want to work on. So say you want to relieve stress or you want to boost energy, you just put in EFT energy boosting and it will bring up a video and you can just follow along. And that is a great alternative to meditation. The next one might sound a little bit strange, but it is relevant, is educational resources. Staying informed about your ADHD through reputable educational resources and literature helps you to understand your condition and empower you to make informed choices. It's going to help you to see where your energy is being drained. Where are you masking your ADHD symptoms? And once you can see that, once you put a couple of boundaries in, If you want to talk about boundaries, listen to last week's episode. Once you put them boundaries in, it really does boost your energy levels. There's more of you to go around learning about your ADHD, learning about how it affects you and where your energy is being drained and putting a stop to those energy drains is massively beneficial. The next one is professional support. Working with healthcare professionals, including psychologists, psychiatrists, therapists and coaches helps develop personal strategies for managing your ADHD symptoms and managing your energy levels. Definitely, this has worked for me. Another thing that goes under the category of professional support is stimulant medication management. If you're not on medication, you might want to skip this bit or if you're struggling in the shortage, medication management really can help your energy levels If you are prescribed them, work closely with your healthcare provider to find the right dosage for you and timing for optimal effectiveness and it really will help your energy. And the last thing on my list is supplements. There are a wealth of supplements that help with ADHD. You want to do your own research. Everyone is different, but specifically for me, omega-3 fatty acids, they've got to be high quality. 
They're in foods like fatty fish, salmon, mackerel, trout, flax seeds, chia seeds, and walnuts. You can put a lot of these seeds just on the food that you're eating already. They're essential for brain health and they help improve your cognitive function. So omega-3, I've used that, helps a lot. Some studies show that people with ADHD are deficient in vitamin D. And obviously we make vitamin D by being outside and in the sunshine. If you live in a colder climate like the UK or somewhere that doesn't get a lot of sun, you are likely to be deficient in vitamin D, even if you're neurotypical. But specifically for ADHD, we are deficient in vitamin D. So that is definitely going to help. Again, a high quality supplement. It plays a role in brain health. Sunlight exposure is exposure is number one, but also you can get it from fatty fish, fortified dairy products. They're all good sources, but I just like to take a supplement. And they're the only two that I specifically use. One other thing that I have is the Actamel drinks, so the probiotic drinks. I do think that they help. I can't give you any scientific research on that, but I know that our gut bacteria is really important. It can be linked to depression. It can be linked to mental health issues if your gut bacteria isn't at the right balance. Don't forget, I have extra resources down below in the show notes. I've got a wealth of podcasts now. I think we're over 50 episodes and I'm hoping this is helping you every week. I would love to get your feedback. Please do rate, review, subscribe. It helps so much. And any ideas you've got for content, anything you want to know, I want to give you the information that you need. So if you tell me what it is, I can give it to you. You can come and join me over on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. There's different things on every platform. I'm ADHD Fest on Instagram, ADHD underscore Fest on TikTok. And we're in the Facebook group, ADHD Fest, the group over on Facebook. There's also free resources down below if there's the Burnout Bible. And we've got the membership going on, the Body Doubling membership that's going to keep you accountable personally in your day-to-day tasks. The link for that is down below as well. And I hope you all have a fabulous week and I'll see you all soon. Bye.